And welcome back to Matrix Breakers. We're having a very exciting guest, Ricky Zivart. He is here in the flesh. And uh, we're very excited to bring him on because, you know, for me, Ricky is someone who is all about astrology. He's all about finding the spiritual elements of life and, and sharing with people how they can better use astrology to enhance the quality of their life. That's just the basic point of it. And we can go in so many different directions with how, how awesome Ricky is in terms of this, this specialty he's been doing for over 10 okay, years. Got you, bud. He's got one-on-one coaching sessions and he's going to be able to do all kinds of various different things with groups. And he has his own channel also the infinite soul which we'll drop a link to in the mm-hmm. podcast descriptions uh and then also we 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 really he really likes to do this connecting with people and helping to strategize their life mm. using the various day-to-day or even monthly astrology forecast. And those forecasts oh, yep. become extremely valuable and they are unique to every individual. So if you feel like you've ever felt like you, you want to connect with yourself on a deeper level and you want to see what's really out there for you and what you probably should be doing or what you could be doing or maybe even a fast track to success based on what's happening in the elements of life and the elements of the even the stars, right? And so a lot of people mm-hmm. find it very esoteric, but we're going to break that esoteric nature down into reality and to practicality. So let me drop mm-hmm. in and have Ricky join in and uh, share a little bit about that. God bless you, Dill. Oh, for real. And by the way, for those that are watching, we just want to be, this is an uncut, broken video. If you're watching here on Instagram or you're watching here on the other social medias, we're, we're going live in two different zones right now. So um, trying some new stuff. I just want to really appreciate you, Dylan, for going into that because in my experience, I come from a very practical background. And by the way, I do not, as spiritual as astrology gets looked at as an esoteric science, a lot of people reject it because of their misinformation on knowing what even astrology is the pre- in, in how it even functions in people's lives. Just what he had just said, it's come to my life of doing this 15 years, countless empirical evidence, situations of being with someone you never met before, you look up their stars, I ain't doing any magic stuff, and you get to a point where you're seeing where this person is in their movie. And so there's one element of that we're going to break in, break into because if you're looking on how to strategize in your life, I've had amazing experiences of doing people's transit natal charts. What that means is I'm giving you a specific horoscope for every day in your month. And I can literally tell you like, hey, um, someone's coming up with the relationships on the Thursday in the month of November, blank, 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 write that down. And you might think it could be a little thing, a big thing, uh, a major development How would you like to think about life differently? If you knew that you were going to have that level meet you there, that little operation field in your life, and to actually be a little bit ready and diligent in maybe getting yourself either physically ready, mentally ready, or just getting your mindset in the right pocket to be ready for those moments that, uh, that basically come in your life. And when they show up, you receive it better. That is the biggest rub that I want to, I want people to understand. And when it comes back to someone like my man, Dylan, honestly, Dylan is what takes actually all the practical functions in your life. And I've seen that he's able to just make out a very basic plan and how you can go about reaching results, making big advanced changes. And honestly, just all the business oriented strategies to make that dream a reality. I'm able to help someone kind of get from A to Z in the dream process. And when I say dream, let's make it a little bit more practical. Literally, how are you going to play out that experience? Because it's one thing to just have the image in your mind. Astrology actually can take take you down every single day a tone of how to relish and experience the entire buffet of what that month has in store for a specific individual and their specific challenges and their specific talents. So, yeah. Well, one question I have for you, Ricky, as we're just chiming in, uh, you know, how do people who are more practical minded, who view life the normies, as, bro, I'm just the normies, but we're going to play around a lot on this show, but somebody who says, <laughs> okay, how, how does, how do the constellations have a, a profound effect on somebody's life, right? Like whether it's from birth or whether it's actually from day to day. How would you say like the practical reality looks like for someone who's trying to understand, like they're seeking to understand the concepts because they see it on people's bios. This is becoming a very popular thing. It's in dating mm-hmm. apps now. People are like 
they, they almost don't know what they're talking about, but they're really into it. Does that make sense? It's like a topic totally. that it, 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 I feel like this with a lot of actu- a, a lot of topics. <laughs> People want to get into Ukraine and Russia and Israel and Palestine. I mean, this endless mm-hmm. stuff that they don't really understand, but the hype sauce is there. So they just get into it and, they, and there's no knowledge. There's no depth. So how could you get someone from maybe a total misunderstanding or maybe they see the cultural relevance of astrology? But they want to know exactly, like, what is this thing? Like, how does it make an effect on someone's life? So I really love and appreciate this question right now. I just want people to unmute myself. No, I'm, I'm, I'm locked and loaded. So to really appreciate this question is that, honestly, I come from a place where I had a lot of freedom into finding my way. And from a very practical, even conservative, San Antonio, Texas, race Catholic, a lot of these backgrounds, I have a love and appreciation for anyone that has place of God worship and so on and so forth. So let me bring it back down. There is nothing I think of that is more practical than the function of how the gravitational field affects us as a species. If you get out of your head, you have to realize that this earth is billions of years old in this little fraction of you in 2023 is just a blip in space time. Okay. And you're an ant in an anthill in one of a thousand million jungles. So let me put it like this. A woman's reproductive cycle happens in 28 and a half days. That's an exact correlation with the moon cycle, okay? And a lot of people know that and they say, I'm not on my, I'm, I'm having on my moon or something like that. You know, and if the moon moves the ocean tides, it helps biological feedback. I mean, winter comes, why do plants and animals know how to go into hibernation and know how to wake up and, and involve themselves for spring? And that's simple, from just where the sun and moon is, okay? But when we get way out there, if you want to get a little bit scientific, there's things called um, the, the photons that come off Jupiter and all these other planets, they do come into our field. They do come on a magnetic chain. And what I can just tell you before we need to go that far out, honestly, is the evidence that my life is to see if this experiment was real. And I'm here to tell you that I've had in the last 15 years about 350 plus different interactions where I meet people and Dylan's seen me at parties and people that know me personally, you just go up to someone, you know something about their chart and you get an inexhaustible amount of data. Honestly, I could scare you with the amount of data that you get from an individual from this situation. But this isn't me trying to like create that kind of experience. It's much more of an empowering experience to know like, where in the constellation, where was this magnetic field hitting? Where were you when you took your first breath? Because the stars, you can see with the naked eye. I can show you in geometry, simple geometry, where those planets were and where you were born. And they seem to affect, like if you were born at 12 p.m., the sun is at noon. You're having a more interaction with the sun's energy during that season and period of that was, if it was summer, spring, fall, or winter. I can see that in the personality of the individual doing it this long. And to me, and I'm, I'm fully owning that right now. Honestly, I'd rather you challenge me. I'd rather you send some comments and stuff. Now, obviously, what Dylan's saying and addressing is that a lot of people love to get involved with the hype sauce. Astrology has gotten very popular. To be honest with you, I've been into it beyond the point where I realized no one was into astrology. And I was kind of a solo lone wolf on this. But I'm not trying to get my life story right now. My point is, is that you can see, like when I see someone has a moon in a certain sign, I've gone with enough data. I've taken the shot a million times and you don't just get lucky. You get right with so many individuals so many times and I'm simplifying the process that that empirical evidence seems to bring me into a relationship with this person at an immediate emotional depth level. And for me to you, you just can't make that stuff up anymore. This isn't me pulling out some random numbers and gobbledygook out of a book because you take what you've read from other astrologers and you apply it to the said nature of what's going on in your life. And it have a, I mean, if you, if we, if I get in a podcast zone, I won't shut up to tell you guys the 10,000 resources. I wouldn't dedicate my life to something if you don't see enough evidence. And that's my only two cents I want to say on that. Um, in, in the evidence, by the way, it liberates me and gets me to believe more about life than anything else. I feel like I get a relationship with God every day and I get to really relate with someone's essence in a very personal and interactive way. Like if I see your chart and I get to know you, people get freaked out. How did you remember that three years later? I I, I remember almost every chart because it is 
a little bit of the microcosm of who you are, you know? And if you get in a big space talk and galaxies, you know, you are just made of energetic frequency and light and, and, and energy. And you don't need to get esoteric or new age about this, to be honest. If you go look out and look at galaxies and black holes and everything is the fabric of reality and the way that we work. So, um, and I just hope people stay with me there. So, yeah. Well, something that I'm, I'm using the mic, which is what I'm You got it. Uh, on both ends. But mm -hmm. yeah, so what, what I've been experiencing with Ricky is like he does remember people's charts. Like he has a visual memory that is very connected uh, with various different, you know, uh, people, interactions, in, in the enjoyment of life. Like, so it's very profound because of the way that he goes about this profession is, is what he would consider, you know. And that's a very important thing, how you are viewed and how you can actually see this person's chart in your head. Like that's Ricky's beautiful talent. Um, and one thing Thank I want to ask is if you take the time to, um, I just want to really love and appreciate Dylan for just sharing that with me because it's funny, like, you know, and, and I just want to bring it back to him for a second. Um, you know, he's been doing a strategy coaching and I've been a guinea pig to some of his like kind of processes and strat strategic techniques for helping people reach their goals. And just to tell you this, it's so funny because like his chart isn't enabled when he's in doing this profession. Think about anyone great out in the world doing what they do. LeBron James, Albert Einstein, Conor McGregor. I don't know. I just picked three people. They're involving their chart, usually letting themselves be themselves. We were just watching Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can break Arnold Schwarzenegger's life down just because I looked at his chart, okay? And, and you see things that are like, whoa, he had more of this experience than you can understand. So back to what Dylan was saying, and I just want to pour some love on him with that because honestly, I can't turn this off. What I do, I, I can't, I can't, I can't not live it at this point. You see too much and you see too much and you have too many experience with people. You just like, you, you, you take the red pill and yeah, you wake up. So, I mean, that's what's going on in his right behind him. What I want to tell you guys is we're in the Sagittarius season. Great time. Um, but we have Mercury in Sag and it's coming up to a full moon. So let me just simplify things. There's going to be a full moon in Gemini this Monday. Okay. A lot of the tonality of a full moon in Gemini is actually seeing who you're out there in the social sphere, seeing who you're relating with, seeing what logically and practically makes sense that's in your life. Now, yeah, I need to understand right now, there's three planets that just jumped into Sagittarius. We're all gung-ho about a lot of things, but they come from potential ego beliefs. You need to relax and let go. Things are on God's plan, and that doesn't mean be lazy. That doesn't mean don't go for it. That doesn't mean don't... Use your optimism and use your energy to go create the things. I mean, here we are just jumping into a whole new live situation right now, and we don't need to answer all the questions. With time, though, in essence, that will kind of create what we're really looking for. And I've learned it the most this year. There's a planet called Saturn. It slows things down. It's the red light. Mars is the Ferrari race car driver. We're at a red light right now, if you want to look at it like that, collectively speaking. And what this means is that it don't mean stop. It means like be present. Be present with what's in your life. Be grounded with what's in your life because coming from a Sag from me to you, this is where we just want to take off and go crazy and travel and do a million and one things. And I want to actually suggest for people is actually slow down and look at where you're showing up. Look at what you're connecting to. Think about the people that are already oriented in your life because guess what? Saturn in the master degrees of Pisces makes us actually a master it wants you to know that things are taking longer than you want you might think you needed them yesterday but you're on time if you blow if you widen out it's kind of like i don't know i think about the person that's in middle school i can't wait to get to high school i just need to get out of here i just need to move on to high school i don't want to get to high school he's like oh i need to go to college i'm, I'm done with college and oh, i just want my degree oh i just want my job and you just 
constantly not present with the moment at hand. Saturn in Pisces is like, be present with your moment right now. Be present and receive the beautiful things that are already in your life right now. And guess what? If you're somewhere in the world that isn't having a lot of beautiful things, deal with what's right in front of you. Because I guarantee you, you're not fully receiving and on time and on track with the things that are already receiving in your life. And if if that resonates, awesome. If it's not resonating, I actually am bold enough to say look deeper because there's some things that beliefs, your beliefs about life might be smacking you in the face of not just going in, going with what is in your life right now. I mean, we had a snow day here in Colorado and I wanted to get in my car and blast off and go do a million and one things, but I got to wait. I got to receive that and our family and friends were here and the beautiful things that we needed to be here and receive. So that's one, my little blip. I hope that's a valuable for some people because I can obviously go off into infinity, but like, you know, but just to answer Dylan's question, we're in a very intense, nothing's going according to plan. What I mean by that is it's going to God's plan right now. Everything's chaotic. You might look at life. Life might be sloppy. You might not know if you're hitting your bills or doing this, or this is happening the way I want it, or if your laundry's not done on time, if you're trying to be fixated on this needs to happen at this point in time, you're going to suffer. I'm just going to say that right now. So like that to my strategy to you is actually like come with the optimism, believe and jump in, but let go a little bit because especially when the moon comes into Gemini on Monday morning, you're going to have a traffic jam. If your emotions are moving too fast, You, you this, I like to call it, it's a circus. And my strategy to you on Monday morning is not to bugle, bugle horn your car in the morning to think you got to go attack something. It's going to have a little bit of a divine essence. It's not going to be 100% perfect, but it's actually probably going to be more enjoyable and more fruition to a better astounding way than you wanted. It's not the way you're painting or your project or whatever you're trying to do. It's going to have a little bit of a different spin on it, to be honest. It's going to be a different experience. And I, I advise that as cliche as that sound, that is what's going to change change it up this weekend. So um, I'm going to end it there for now. One thing I want to get into really quick with, with Ricky is, you know, people see that there's chaos all around the world, right? There's, you know, this Israel-Palestine debacle and there's Ukraine and Russia and, and there's just warfare happening all the time. Now, we're just in a state of warfare now. Uh, for you, and like with your astrology and looking at even just 2023 in general um, and then going into 2024, almost like a, I know that's a big question, but just taking a peek at the possibilities that we're looking at here and like, why are we where we are? There's two wars happening around the world, and it's various different geographical areas. Obviously, people can see in America, you know, there's like weak leadership, there's incompetence, and there's this like parade of doing all the wrong things in America and like funding and, and financing and focusing on all the wrong things uh, that can be attributed to militarily focusing on the wrong things uh, that could be attributed to culturally and an education system. Just we're all focused on the wrong things. Uh, is it a time of confusion? Is there just something that can, when do we move out of this, like what's going on there? Like, what do you see for now? Like what's actually happening in this, in the stars, essentially why it's affecting earth and, and all of people in a certain way, but also, you know, what can you see in the future? And when, when does this get all cleaned up? Just make, just to make sure everything's unmuted on the mic because there was some muted technical stuff. Dylan's asked me an awesome question and let's let's dive right into it, shall we? Okay. When you look at the end of the astrological clock, the last hand on the the last hand on the clock is going to be the planet Pluto. Now, a lot of people they want to look at it, they don't want to look at it. I read multiple books, you see it in charts, it's very 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 relevant, okay? So, but let's put that aside for a second if we will. Pluto has come all the way around and it's at the end of a sign and it's at the end of, of Capricorn. If you made it with us this far, please hang in there because honestly, this is going to be one of the biggest, juiciest nuggets. In astrology, things go from zero to 29. So if you're here with us, this Pluto is at 28 degrees of Capricorn. Pluto is a planet that has a wisdom. And if you can recognize this and look at this in life, it goes in everything, okay? Everything will die and be reborn into new energy. And even, even the, the earth has a volcano. It goes into the magma. I mean, if you think about it, there was 300 million years where literally this earth was just magma and death and destruction, kind of rebirthing, trying to birth itself 
of the planet that we know today. Well, the wisdom of Pluto basically shows us that things that are old and deteriorated, it goes through a sign and it basically decompose and breaks that system apart. But since it moves so slow, it happens in a comprehension that is so psychological and so connected to the way that humans are moving that you're not going to be able to see it in a very minute, micro, micro way. You have to back up to see what's happening on a collective level. The best thing that we do as astrologers, we study world history. And the last time that Pluto was in this period of time was during the American Revolution. It was at 26 retrograde in Capricorn. It's at 28 right now. So we're passing this Pluto return for America. You need to understand during that time, the structure, Capricorn, the sign of Capricorn represents structure, teeth, bones, highway systems, government officials, financial structures, everything that connects us to the infrastructure of what life is. Now, when Pluto comes through this area, it is getting re-smithed. The system is cracking. By the way, I've been predicting this, and if you go look at an interview long, long way back on, I predicted 2020 having a moment where the system would crack. And I saw transits that look like the bubonic plague when I look back at it, when I saw that Pluto was sitting through the sign of Capricorn. It was an eight-planet, six-planet uh, planetary eclipse. Now, regardless, that happened during COVID. That is cracking and dismersing, and it's going to be affecting us through different transits and different intervals in the domino sequence of what was taking place. But it's undeniable that the moment that Pluto had entered Capricorn, it was the financial market crash the big short, if you remember that, Dylan, that happened in the housing market in 2008 and Barack Obama was elected. That is the moment when Pluto had entered this period of Capricorn. So you need to understand something. Life is not going to be the same again. And I don't say that to be just heavy and dark and, and, and cryptic, but my point is, is that through 15-year cycles, Pluto is actually trying to repave the system. If you're having the classic Americana, I'm just going to sit there, watch TV, Eat my, eat my government paychecks, and I'm just going to live off the system, that money system, the fiat money. Pluto is here in Capricorn trying to rebirth that system. It's killing it. it. It's literally going back into the magma. It's melting down that old jewelry that was once there for the system and trying to re-smelt it into a whole new process. And when it happens at the end of 28 degrees, this system is cracking and going to be falling if you like it or not. In the, in, the, in the situation, when it comes at the Richter scale, at the end of a sign, Pluto makes it more triumphant, intense, uh, very Odyssey-like. You know, it's kind of that, I don't know, I was just making a joke because uh, of the Avengers or something. It's like very Infinity War at the end of a, it's very, it's getting more intense. And I got to tell you guys, it's going to get more intense next year. But to answer Dylan's question, it's some of those major things that are happening. Look, I, I don't believe the media at all when I see certain transits. Saturn's in the sign that's with the Neptune. Neptune's in the sign of Pisces. Uh, by the way, it's the most powerful media deception placement you're going to see for 125 years. This is where you look back in history and they made speculations. By the way, this is similar transits that happened during the Civil War. You can't start buying especially when you see stuff that's going on with Israel and Palestine or Ukraine and whatever is going on, you can't start picking sides, especially for religious reasons. And I'm really going hard with to say that because it's a delusion on like, because that's what the good old Confederate South was doing to convince you that slavery was a good thing way back when. So these trans, like to be honest, the astrology's Richter scale is, it's nuts. It's breaking the meter. It's it's at a 12 on some days. It's at it's at a nine here, and the Richter scale is pushing through. To be honest, it, it's it's almost too heavy for ordinary people to understand. At the same point, it needs to be spoken about and brought up to the surface because when I see Pluto coming to the end of 29 degrees in your personal life, I guarantee you the pressure's on. The pressure on to be financially successful, plug into the system. And you feel this energy when it's Thanksgiving dinner and grandma or Uncle Joe is sitting there and asking you like, hey, what did you accomplish this year? That pressure of achievement or that, pre and I'm using a joke, of course, but like that pressure of where we're going as a society, what is the highest mountain you have climbed is actually a gift. Pluto's putting us as a collective in the most difficult place to show you you got more gas in the tank. You haven't climbed as high as you think you can climb. We're going to go even higher. And you're like, I'm tired. I'm beat. I'm done. I'm, 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 we, we've had enough. 
One other planet I want to bring up is Uranus. Uranus, by the way, is a planet of radical change, revolution. It spins upside down, and it helps societies reconstruct and revolutionize how they connect together. The last time it was in the sign of Taurus of the similar situation was World War II and the Great Depression. In fact, when Hitler was taking over Nazi Germany, it was a very similar transit when Uranus was back at, I think it was 16 degrees. It's at 20 degrees of Taurus. We've passed through some of the major claims of, of this intensity. But if you think about all these major periods in history, imagine all of them stacking into the similar astrology happening in 2023 and 2024 all at the same time. And I ain't saying that to scare people. That's what you see. And I'm breaking, I can break it down to measurements, degrees, but we don't have time for that technically on this channel to nerd out and geek out on that. You can catch me on, on my own channel, but to bring it up to Dylan, what to see right now is, I'm going to say this, 2024 is, in even Notre Dame's books, some of the last periods of major transformation and change. Saturn is sitting here in, the, in, in Saturn makes rules. It's sitting with Neptune and they're about to do a conjunction leave in 2024. My gut to you is that by 2024, we're moving into a rebooting, restarting a whole new avenue, of a whole new other system. And it's about to kind of rack up. It's like the movie isn't going to restart. The, you know, we're not going to hit the sequel, if you will. But this 2024 is ending an enormous Saturian 15-year cycle for those that are watching. So the thing is, you have to understand, we got one more year that's getting extremely intense. For you on a personal day-to-day -day level, if you're watching this, and for the world events that are going on out there, and it's triggering, and if I may ask big picture questions, it's testing humanity. Uranus and Taurus is cycled of the sign of the earth and the resources and the beautiful things when people connect to each other. And we're fighting over resources. We're fighting over religious ideologies. We're fighting over differing values. I value this, you value that. I like this religion, you like this religion. And it's 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 reaching to this tumultuous soup that when you look at it as an astrologer, it at least gets me to breathe. It helps me breathe because it helps me understand like this is part of a more divine cosmic understanding. And I'm not the one that's trying to govern and say that I understand everything about that. But I'm just going to tell you that it takes you into wavelengths that are way beyond a frequency that I'm able to tell you as a solo human being, but you can understand there is a purpose to this. I will tell you this, what I've seen with astrology, there are greater and more divine purposes in this string theory that I've seen in everyone's chart in something that seems to be an overarching theme on the big picture, especially being the last degree Sag, that there's something that's going to come out of this that we cannot understand and perceive at this moment in time. You have to believe and hold the pitch on the thing that you want to materialize in this world. And that's that's the lesson because guess what? Everything is valid and everything in God's eyes is technically okay. It's the ship that you want to lead. So obviously it's going to get very philosophical and very out there. And I, I want to stay back to a practical sense, but the practical motion that I'm trying to bring for you here is not to get you to believe in something willy-nilly to help ease your fears, you know, tears for fears, whatever. It's, it, it's actually something to help you recognize I'm very precautionary when I believe in something that the news is telling me. When I see um, a Jupiter square uh, quincunxing Neptune, I'm like, okay, that's some, some big media bullshit showing up for that week. There's some big money laundering, like the big hedge fund kind of people plugging into the media, moving an agenda. By the way, Capricorn, Pluto individuals, this is billionaire Billionaire infrastructures moving pawns and moving dominoes around the aisle in a big world-like affair. And so I'm not trying to pin this on anybody, but I'm just trying to say this is stuff that's out of your control. You can't, you can't, you can't stop the ocean. You can't stop the tsunami. You can't stop the, the volcano. You need to let this transformation process happen. But it's kind of getting to a point of just out-of-dateness. It's kind of all the... How do I put it? Like all the impurities are popping out of the metal, if you will, while it's bubbling before it's ready to be purely re-smithed again. And that kind of begins in the 2024 era. By the way, next year, you're going to see an extreme solar eclipse happen in the month of April. And advice to the action that you take. This is Aries-themed energies. And I don't want to say it, but unfortunately, North Node in Aries is governed by many periods that have happened with war. 
of many periods of where the masculine of taking action. If you're trying to contemplate or you're trying to overthink what's going on, look, this isn't a time about being single or solo, but this is actually being able to be yourself around people around you no matter what. And have in in embrace who you are no matter what. Now I'm just gonna say this. That's gonna have a more divine area than I can really tell you. And I really wish I I'm sorry to say, unfortunately, I can't give you a super fine code detail. A, B, C, D, E, F, G on exactly how that's going to process and happen. But when you see it in astrology terms, the music is going to crescendo at a point. There's going to be a climax in the movie and a drop in the movie. I can tell you how that's going to flow and it's going to happen at a data time. I can tell you at the minute, hour, the geographical location, but the sequence and how it happens is sometimes... Um, the most unexplainable thing. I can see the tone of the movie. I can see what's kind of going on in someone's life. Hey, you're going to go through some massive family transformations with your mom. I don't know what that's going to look like. What that what happens is what makes astrology an occult science that's mysterious and and maybe not ready for everyone to take that pill. But hey, I can still break it down in a practical day-to-day -day life and you tell me if you get results. So thanks for holding space for that monologue, Dylan. Yeah, so there's a big question. Um, as many of you just heard, just asking in general, you know, what's going to be coming in 2023, 2024, and getting Ricky's perspective on it. I hope people some take away some nuggets and maybe they're not living in fear in their basement or something. But I think that ultimately people have to take advantage of life, right? And go about this, maybe even the chaotic world. Um, I did think about something as you were sharing from earlier, which is how right now you read the astrology for today, maybe even like the coming week or so, uh, given that things change all the time. And you mentioned that it's kind of chaotic and it's not going according to plan. Mm -hmm. And when you see things like that, you know, do you, do you go in, how do people get close with God? Do they pray at this time? It's like, if God's got the wheel, right? How are people reacting? Like, how should people react? How should people pray? How should people, you know, look to, to the wisdom of God instead of trying to make it their own? Like if they saw the chart, you are seeing it right now. How do people still maintain their faith when things aren't really going according to plan? That's a massive, amazing question. And, and to be honest, like that is on what is in your capacity that is only limited by your belief system. Astrology gives me the whole free reign. I have no dogma on anyone, really. I'm human, so I'm not going to say I have no dogma for anything, but I'm going to say like, if you're Christian, Muslim, Jewish, Buddhist, Hindu, whatever, enter here for the most part, I, I, I kind of see that you're choosing to interact with that in your grounds, but astrology supports all of it. It supports everything. And I'm not even exaggerating. I'm being real with that. But like to go back to what Dylan's saying, how does one get close to God? You know, everyone has their own field of spirituality. And the sign Pisces is the final sign because it does represent as part in time, the internal temperature is kind of high for you, bro. Um, but like um, on his computer, we're resetting. But you got to make sure that everything is he's connecting to your spiritual code because what is spiritual for you, it needs to come down to what you connect with God with. Now, personally, for me to you, I pray, I meditate, and I look at the astrology as a guidance, almost like my compass. But I got to say this right now is the energy of Pisces is I do believe in a higher accord. And I've had enough experiences where something is too synchronistic to ignore. This isn't me looking at the clock. And yes, you got to tell you right now, I've had some new age experiences where I see 111, on the clock, and it blows my face off. I've literally had this happen one time where I've looked at the clock 36 times and it was a triple number. Not exaggerating, not gloating, whatever you think about that. That would almost creep me out. It was like so evident. It was almost creepy. But look, I'm over that period in time because I've done this long enough. I want to just say this. When something's in the sign of Pisces, it is happening on a more majestic level that is out of your hands. It really is. If you want to get mathematical, it is leaving you on the three-dimensional level and reaching you on the four, five, six, D, seven, D level where you might be interacting with a person, 
that might be connected to a past life. You might be saying something and modeling something to someone. You might not even mean knowing what you're doing. This, this video right now could be affecting somebody in a very amazing divine way that I have no comprehension of. And that is a very Piscean butterfly effect. And so for me to you, it's like spirituality lets me look at this because, but also it's something to do with quantum physics because when you think of Albert Einstein or Alan Watts or Nikola Tesla, they want to say, if you want to think about energy, you think about in frequency. And when I see all the planets, each one's just a different frequency of wavelengths that is all commencing and you are the one that puts needle on the dial. I do believe, and this gets pantheonist almost, but like you are a, you are a pixel of God. You are someone that is creating this process. And the more that we take responsibility of the things that we're invoking and bringing into our lives, we have to honor and appreciate and receive what that is because it's serving a divine purpose and reason. And I really need people to understand it's easy to say, but that is a very spiritual thing. Hey, this car accident or situation or relationship fight or something that's happening is like, guess what? You're bringing that into your reality and you might need to even thank that experience to honor the deeper message and the gift that is coming into your life. I really don't know any other way to say that that doesn't get us to be philosophical. But the thing, pardon me, but the thing I don't really advocate really is forcing someone to be religious in the way that I should be. Because that to me is construing a few colors. And that's my personal beliefs and systems. I'm not trying to get really pushing religion here necessarily. But if you're not free to flow in the space time, space-time continuum of what is possible. I mean, go study astrophysics. You'll find more practicality on how life is working on, on this plane right here where you and me are talking that people didn't even believe we had phones and Wi-Fi and all this stuff we're talking on right now as you're watching this. So why is it so inconceivable to think that we can actually connect to something other than beyond us? So I just want to go back to it is when you see insane things in the world in that astrology, I got to be honest, I have to hold the pitch that this is happening. Is this happening for a divine purpose? In my personal life, especially the major Piscean transits I went through in 2014 to 2016, Pisces represents chaos, full-blown chaos. The ocean is untamable. okay? It's given me enough, para like I've had enough experience with this dimension to recognize how I sequentially see it involved with everything. So when the planet that represents rules and authority and mastery comes into the sign of Pisces, I remember telling you guys, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind of pissed scared to see this thing because honestly, life's going to get very sloppy. It's opposing Virgo. It's not organized. It's not, it's not together. It's not straightforward. It doesn't make sense. Honestly, you want to try to break down the Israel-Palestine conflict. There's too many details. The more you back up and the more details you pick up, the more th sides of the story you're going to look at. It's too messy in my book. And that, and for me to you, that's saying with love and respect to every single person that that in a name of good faith and good heart and good stewardship should honestly understand that like this is humanity this is the earth expressing itself to be honest i don't get locked in there i back up i i think of this as a i don't get emotional about it actually because we believe something in astrology it's called hermeticism and not to get all alchemy weird with you guys but like hermeticism is just a cause and effect it's a little bit atheist but it it's a little bit more like life has a divine purpose guess what a good day for a jaguar is a bad day for the zebra. Let's get more politically correct to tap here in South America. There's a reason though that that environment has that sequence and there's a reason potentially why that animal transformed its energy and gave it more to the environment. And so in many ways as humans, we're on a minute, tiny little level and as logical as you want to get to it, you can't see the divine purpose. And then you can only see this in nature. You can only see it in the canyons. You can only see it in the sky. You can only see it in the phenomena that is kind of out there. And that's really the best thing I got to tell you with this. If you want to break down music and understand every process of music, we'll be here for 20 years and it still won't be able to tell you everything that takes place with life. So, and, and, and please forgive me if I went too far there, but my point is, is that we're really going to talk about where you can connect with God is really opening up that there's a bigger purpose going on. And I actually like to tell people this, if you're alive in this period in time, 
your ancestors never got to sequentially peer through the windows of your eyes, see what the heck is going on in this kind of way, regardless if there was still war back then, regardless if it was still disease. And you got to think, I really say this and I really believe this for the Pluto in Capricorn generation, for the craziness. The astrology hasn't just been, oh, this year was intense. Oh, this year is intense. No, since 2012, it has gone crazy intense, mathematical, whack. It's just unbelievable orchestration year after year after year after year and it's just getting more intense more intense more intense that i'm basically looked as i've looked way out far since uh 2035 but i'll tell you this is like 2024 just seems to be an apex year it looks like a, an apex year now i don't want to say that to scare people i just want you to know like it's not going to look the way your ego wants it to look potentially but you got to understand the more that we heal and evolve ourselves you're changing things set up for your future and this is where astrology really becomes the ultimate red pill for some people and i really want to sponsor dylan with that with red pill to wake people up because when you strategize when you strategize to certain correspondence in the way that things are orchestrating it's unbelievable the results that you see people get in that period of time hey what was this retrograde for that person boom they started a whole new business son of a bitch like, you know, and that's not, that's not my, that, that's not me telling them, they, but they did that in the sequence. There was a purpose. There was something happening there. So I just think it's a ever-evolving spiral staircase because even if you want to look at the cataclysm of the dinosaurs, we're probably doing something way more advanced than the Earth's ever seen. So I just want to throw that out. I appreciate Dylan for the question. Let me get my All right. I do. So I have one more question for Ricky and uh, we'll probably wrap this up just given just everything we've already discussed and wouldn't give you overloaded here, but we're going to do more podcasts like this. One question is an age old question. Another one of those for Ricky. Uh, let's see if he can give a good answer on this one. Um, really is how do people live an esoteric life while also maintaining a level head who can execute to create a productive life? Hmm. Please answer that one more time, please. How do people live an esoteric life while also maintaining a level head who can execute to create a productive life? I got you. You know, I'm trying not to give such a cliche and in, in, in little like Lao Tzu quote, <laughs> you know, for this question. But like, to be honest, I, I find that the people that are really in the highest frequency that make them feel joy and allow themselves to get practical and logistical on the things that are actually happening in their life, you know, are someone that has a balance of equalizing both of those results. Because someone that if you just go full left brain and try to focus only on those situations and try to ma like figure that part out of your life, you're forgetting that you are just a speck in that whole catacomb. And honestly, some things we have to give up and give to God. And if you've been able to do that truly in your life, I cannot deny the greatest things that have ever happened in my life have happened in an esoteric way. And that blow my face off. You want to have story time around the fire, things that literally, like I literally got complete with a human being that was part of this sequence in my life. And the moment I got complete with them, I opened up and there was a rainbow outside and I'm not even bullshitting. Like, you know, like things that are just like, wow, that's a great story. People. And I really see this people that are really successful are doing this. They are doing this. I think the elites know this. I think the truly the most successful people know how to do this in a way, but there's also a level where they're not getting in their own way on the things that show up for them because there's a certain allowance of faith that has to happen especially if you're an entrepreneur that wants to make a million dollar business we saw undercover billionaire by the way and just to use that for an example there was already a staging decision it was a spiritual claim it was like we're going to play a game there's energy that's around that that there's moments and events that we're we're going to we're going to have an election you know if you think about it nothing really everything's almost intangibly becoming tangible because we give it definition and so 
to help people. Like if you're like, you have no idea how to begin from this in, in a way, honestly, I would say be alone, be alone. Be bold enough to be alone with yourself to connect with what is the echo chamber of who you are. Because I did that a lot. That's pretty much the reason why I found astrology because I got actually some of the happiest moments in my freaking life almost indefinitely and almost always is when I was alone having a moment with nature, the serene environment around me. Was it the sun and the moon? Was it the music around me? And honestly, those moments have connected me back to an echo chamber of what makes me happy and then you literally, you're painting that back into life. Now, you've got logical upon this is, you know, like when I see, and I'm trying to say because some people look at astrology and it's just not practical. For me, it's like so practical to look at because anything else doesn't make sense to me. Now, I'm not dogging on religion and stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that are coming from a book or a place that comes from a man-made belief. Believe this or not, Astrology is an observation. It's the oldest science of seeing every time this came into this zone, we had a certain experience and we took enough control groups and enough people and enough circumstances, enough like experiences to sequence what seems to happen every time this is in it. And you have someone like me that goes through a relationship and is literally like, well, I went through Venus, go through the entire zodiac. Every time it changed the sign, I went through a different paradigm with that partner. And I did it four times. You know, like, is that impractical? Please, you got something more practical, throw it on the table. I'm, 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 I'm fucking about it. Excuse my French. But like, my point is, is like, you tell me what's more practical. Because at this point, I can't see something that is more practical than that. And, and look, like, that's not discrediting religion or ideologies or philosophies at all. Because honestly, they have their beauty and they have their tool to get to the same place. And yet, though... I would bear to say that like what I kind of get to do is I get to experience the entire wheel because some days when there's a lot of earth energy or air energy, this is about being practical. The tone has shifted. I'm in a practical movie. I'm not in a an artistic, you know, avant-garde uh, classic matinee movie or an indie movie, if you so will. I'm in a scientific thriller that's focused on being practical and technical about the situations that are happening in life because that's the sequence of the astrology that is the needle that is the wi-fi available that is the peace of god that is the you know if it's a sunny day go connect with that reality if it's a rainy day there's another beautiful reality to connect there so just ask yourself how impractical is that and I really want to hear, if you're thinking that right now, if you're watching this at all, please leave a comment. Please share this to a friend or a person because honestly, at this point, for me, I look at it every day, every freaking hour. Why? Because there's nothing. Here's why I follow astrology right now. Here's the most practical thing. It's the only thing I can tell you that is exact. I can tell you exactly where the planet is. That's the only thing that's predictable. That's the only thing that's predictable. You got something else? Bring it on. No, I'm serious. I'm I'm playing. I'm 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 here for it. Tell me something else that's more predictable. Because even I'm now hearing you can change mathematics, you can change certain physics. We're learning stuff about quantum physics that I just know that goes out of the way. Now, hey, there's stars that explode, there's galaxies that's changed. There's so many different variables. Honestly, there's like 10,000 bodies, uh, like, you know, heavenly bodies that are out there, asteroids and so on and so forth. So I'm not saying it's exact exact, but what I'm trying to get to the point is, is like, I can tell you exactly where that planet is and predict something. And that to me is the most logistical thing I can look at is the most practical thing I can look at. Why? Because I literally see God in the sky. Physically looking at it, like so, like if that if that makes me sound, however it is, and for me to you, like you know, I, I want actually to break the paradigm of people thinking it's impractical, and and if and if you can't see that for yourself, let's do a questionnaire. I like to see the vlog because this is my this is my opinion because I'm coming from a place of freedom of religion, freedom to be yourself, free freedom to understand that you get to be one. I'm I'm a piece of God. I'm not saying I'm all God, but I am there with you too. We get to create this mother, this mofo together. Okay. And and believe it or not, I think there's something even beyond that because I've had some of my greatest wishes and desires come up in a 
5D way, if you want to put it that way, I don't really have a better field of language that allows me to say, well, now it's about practically getting to that reality, getting to that frequency, if that makes sense. So I hope that was a good blend of kind of a both sides of the story. I really appreciate Dylan going into this, you know, but, you know, I want to hear his two cents. If we have time for anything thing on that, I just want to appreciate you guys for tuning in and uh, please, please ask more questions. Well, one thing I want to mention here is, uh, firstly, people who are listening to the podcast, especially if you guys can check out his link, his website, we'll put it in the description. You guys can check out what he's about. And I uh, wanted to know two things. One is your channel, Infinite Soul. Uh, we'll link it. You got your YouTube. Um, and so people just need to go check you out. You do forecasts. You do all kinds of stuff. So tell a little bit about the channel and then... Uh, kind of the value of people getting a one-on-one -on -one session with you. Like what does that look like? And uh, how do people benefit from that kind of thing? Just super brief. And then we'll wrap up the podcast. Gotcha. So super appreciate, man, the infinite soul. I mean, it's literally letting you guys know that we're infinite in, in the way that we get to create our lives and honestly opening up that philosophy for people that are open-minded enough to try it out in this way that we use astrology. I just want people to understand that I've been way more active in my personal day-to-day -day life. I've been very sad than versus on my media, social media presence. But when you go to that channel, you're opening, it's basically giving forecasts upon a weekly basis on a new moon and full moon. You can expect to see those. And basically being able to break down a chart exactly to what's happening. Now, if you would like to get a session, what we do is there's different variations of receiving an astrological reading. Main and most common is you on your natal chart. What you do, who you are, it's all about you. It's like what you took your first breath, where those planets were, and what you kind of got going on that would have been almost a sequence of the day-to-day -day forecast that day. It is dormant within you. You are a walking battery of that potential energy. And we get to unwrap that and share that and awaken that, honestly, to the level that you're ready to receive it, okay? You can reach out in my link below. You can uh, get a 15-minute uh, call-in session. You can check that out. I really recommend you You also stay tuned and look on Dylan's channel because he's been helping me with the strategy coaching and other variations of helping me kind of relaunch this. But when you get on that channel, you can definitely see anything that's going on with um, I'm going to start doing a, a wisdom of the planet kind of channel, which basically is kind of something I shared here going on with Pluto, how you can actually start learning and kind of get a language tier for this because you know, I'm speaking gibberish for some people that have never heard this stuff. So like, you know, it's it's actually developing a language every step of the way. I've taught this for over a year as well. So I just want to let people know that we can explain and answer your questions. So yeah, thank you so much for holding space for that. All right. And that wraps up the podcast. I'm just going to close that out with that. Um, really appreciate Ricky jumping on and we'll be covering some other very interesting topics like current events and various other uh, astrological ways to help you in your life help you strategize your week. Um, I might jump on his weekly thing. So we'll close out the podcast with that. I appreciate you guys all tuning in. I'll leave those links, especially on Facebook, you guys watching as well. I'll leave the link in the comments as well. So just uh, we'll chime in later about that. Leave your comments and let us know what you think. You guys have a great one. Peace. Peace. Ciao. Thanks, man.